0: Get the best experience of customer service and maintenance of your Roric Advantage at the Service Center on West Liberty Avenue. Visit com for all of your vehicle needs. Remember, sometimes we have blog posts about shady parking people and shady drivers because John gets mad at him. That's me. All oh, right. that's you. <laughs> now we start this week's Yajagoff podcast from the Hope Haven Animal Sanctuary. Right here by me. According to the
1: Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define the word jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Get jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jagoff? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's
0: Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes.
1: And this
2: is, is the Jagoff you? Podcast.
0: John and Rachel, if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, we appreciate that you subscribe to it, download it, tell your friends, share it, and go, oh, these people aren't ain't so bad.
3: Not at all. And we're not so bad because John has taken on the true essence of the blog post for the last week, two weeks, three weeks, or more. He literally has been finding out who the Jags are and bringing them out, but we've had a lot of help. Chris mm-hmm. from the Pirates, no, Renegades of the Renegade. Rotunda? I always say the Pirates of the Rotunda, but part of the Pittsburgh Pirates, raised money for the pirate charities. He had a good one. You superimposed his picture this week. Right. What was that all about?
0: It was someone who, if you know this parking lot, which is across the street, what's the Littles shoe store? Yes. It's Scroll across Hill, yeah. the street and behind those buildings. <clears throat> if you know that parking lot, you know it's a bear. Well, it's if, a
3: great parking lot if you get there with time. But right. if it's packed, forget if about it. If you go don't in there,
0: in. It's, it, there's no way out. You have to three-point turn or an eight-point turn and come back out. Anyways, mm-hmm. send us a great picture, of a car who literally split the middle between two parking two parking spaces yeah. and, you know, didn't really need to do that. Yeah. You know, that's a hard enough place to park, especially in Squirrel Hill. Correct. So, and then so we had really, really park. good
3: news. One was the Zachary's Mission total. If you didn't read this, I, I really, really hope that you do. Almost $19,000 in funds, gift cards, and toiletries raised for Zachary's Mission from the Porch Tour. So kudos to all those wonderful families who helped out. That out of four? four stops. homes yeah. four homes. Yeah, it was amazing. So they were all fantastic people and we're really proud to go check out that blog post and our big announcement that we have our first segment on talk Pittsburgh with Heather Abraham. It's been so much fun. We did a Jag tag segment on Q92.9 FM for a while, which basically is about your small business, your side hustle. You know, there's so many big businesses with budgets and there's so many small businesses without. So how can we sort of highlight and really lift those people who don't have the means and kind of say like, hey, this is who you should be patroning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that was what was on the blog. And we have a really good question of the day as I could read down through did my notes. Did you read notes. it? I did read my I mean, notes. I liked yours, yes. but I think
3: mine was better. No, I, okay. listen,
0: listen. We are at the Hope Haven Sanctuary. Check this out, Rach. Yeah, we are do at the it. Hope Haven yeah. Sanctuary. And odds are you're going to want to bring your kids here so and bad. your grandkids here because Odds Are is a new sports information application for iOS and Android that aims at helping sports bettors make smarter bets. The bottom line is is that if you, if you get mad and you watch everybody else winning their bets, the odds are it's not a betting app. It's a betting assistant app.
3: Well, right. It gives you the sort of, how do you want to say it? 101... Yes. And the like fool's guide to Right. I don't want to say it because I am not a good better. So when they break it down for like green, yellow, red, I'm in. I completely understand. There so, you go.
0: Point being if you're not a good better or everybody's buying drinks because they won and you didn't, <laughs> yeah. you can walk into the bar next week if you if you download the odds are app and uh, we'll put the link in there because it does give you advice. Green means it's a good bet. Yellow, eh, red. Uh, Don't maybe do stay it. away from it it's high risk jag. and then go to your betting app your favorite betting app and bet so odds are but check app.
3: out that app and check out the website yeah. but also check out our videos because we've been kind of teasing them that odds are do this but the odds are app helps yeah. so
0: so odds are you will want to bring your grandchildren your children up here your school up here to Hope Haven it looks like we're somewhere in Fayette County or up in Clarion That's County but saying. we're literally li- not by my house you are literally, literally by my right my house. up the like, road yeah
2: right. we
3: can't believe it I know and no one knows that we're here. So well, well, I
2: appreciate you guys coming out to spread the word. Well, Thank it's sort you. of a Jag
3: tag, right? In the sense <laughs> that <jag-t-> this, <laughs> yeah. so a Jag tag is basically, you know, we are talking to Jags, good term of endearment. Okay. okay. And you're telling us about your business and then you tag another business that we should know about. That's the oh. whole point of a Jag tag. Oh, yeah. I love that. Which <laughs> is kind of cool because we heard about you from somebody else. And really? And all about. Yay. Yeah. Who was it? So there you go. Tressa. <laughs> oh, ah, oh, yes. Kids oh, yeah. I right? love yeah. her. There you go. So tell us your story, Karen. Yeah. We talked to you, like we said on the radio about, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. Talking about this place. But it doesn't do it do- justice if you're not here. Right. So You have to not, experience it. Right. You have to experience it. And don't get upset. Most yinzers do not like when people are not... From Pittsburgh, but you're an um, exception. You're I, fine because okay. look what you've done.
2: Well, and I've been here for a really long time okay. since '98. My gosh, oh, you're yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm I read Pittsburgh. that wrong. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah. So, where are you originally from, and what gave you the idea?
2: Well, I'm originally from Vermont. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And everyone loves Vermont. It's a wonderful state. But I came to Pennsylvania to go to vet school. So that was in Philadelphia, and then I came to Pittsburgh, and I've been here ever since. It's a great place to work and live and I've loved it. Um, But it was while I was working as a veterinarian in the north side, the Western Humane Society down there. Mm -hmm. there Some Mm -hmm. of you may have adopted your pets through there. Yeah. Uh, Wonderful place. Well, I was working there doing their spay-neuter surgeries and that's my first passion. I love doing spay-neuters. I'm a high volume, high quantity quality surgeon it's a great thing, helping stop pet overpopulation. But I was in the city and I was actually seeing a lot of farm animals coming in through the shelter, usually through uh, humane agents that were taking them from abuse or neglect. Sometimes it was uh, an owner's surrender if they couldn't keep the animal anymore or if they'd gotten sick, some reasons like that. Sometimes they were strays. But the humane societies in Pittsburgh and most humane societies aren't set up to really take care of farm animals. So that's where the idea came to give Pittsburgh its very own farm animal sanctuary where they could be cared for properly and loved and given a home forever.
3: I mean, it, it, you act like it's so simple.
0: I'm supposed to so follow up piece, the like, like, easy peasy. Am I supposed to speak No, now? I'm like, right, great talking to you. Thanks for the period next? of inadequacy, Yeah, yeah right? right. Because you've done so much, so. it's super cool. And uh, so, yeah, I guess I do Quick if, question is, though, oh, so is this oh. the only one? The only farm. Oh well, I mean, there, do you mean there are there other here, sanctuaries?
2: Here, here, yes. Oh, in the in the Wexford West, area, yes. Okay. It's going to be not. There's going to be more because we are expanding. Ah. Don't know. This like is. I a, knew, but I didn't. I know. I was like, thank you for yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one of the exciting things that I wanted to tell your listeners because I haven't made it official, but we have purchased a second property and we're expanding, keeping this property in Wexford. So please continue to come out and visit us, come on tours and events, but we also are. I've just purchased a property in Harmony, which is a lovely, oh, yeah. that's lovely, lovely town. And it's much bigger, it's beautiful. That's where we're going to really take off and get more animals that we can rescue and work on education. I really wanna start really having people come out for more classes and Field trips, things like that. Yeah, Yeah. bigger things. We are quite limited here because we have a teeny little parking lot. You guys saw it. Mm -hmm. And the property here is only six acres. So there's only so much we can do. It's wonderful. I love it here and I want people to visit, but we are so excited about the new property
4: too.
3: So Nothing like talking about education with a hog
2: three feet. <laughs> <things, laughs> right? right?
0: like, yeah. I can literally... That, that's like, Norman. Norm slurping. Why and, the turkey keeps eyeing you up there? He doesn't like yeah. me. I you, said, he I does love turkey. Like right before we started, uh, <laughs> no. you you said something about Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, and I It didn't. just no, got set, set off God, on the I, wrong foot. <laughs> no,
3: I said, yeah. I love turkey. I love turkey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he must have misunderstood. Yeah,
3: yeah, I
4: think so,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, how do you get your animals?
2: well that's a good question i work at i'm a subcontracting veterinarian so i work at all of the local shelters all i do is work at animal shelters i don't have a private practice so with working in shelters i am good friends and communicate well with their animal control officers and humane agents so that's usually how i'll get most of my animals that they go out on abuse cases neglect cases and i can help them out when they have those animals that they've confiscated so Wow. He's actually being really good. He's not. Yeah, yeah that's I know, great. I know, I know. you, you guys are like looking behind so you. So
0: when you say that, like, there's uh, <laughs> the the pig that's not right behind us, but the the pig that's in the shelter that's huge, you know. right? Yeah,
2: yeah, a chewing goes on tight. Those uh, are yeah, farm hogs. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, uh, yeah they, and, uh, they uh, a lot. But how did that
0: get to you? Somebody <laughs> had that in their house? No, that
2: those there are some exceptions. We okay. do work with other sanctuaries that um, uh, need to so find places because you know gotcha. we can't we can't all take everything. Yeah. Sure. so that they actually came from the National Farm Sanctuary in Watkins Glen, New York. Oh, yeah. And there, yeah, I was fangirling because they're a pretty wonderful sanctuary. So they helped me take those two pigs in. They had a lot of illness and they were from a meat market and uh, they've grown up here since they were little. They're wonderful.
0: Wow. They yeah.
2: What
3: I love about it, in all seriousness, I've joked, not I'm, I'm half joking, but I'm half serious because I am not, I've just never been an animal like, oh, let's go do this. I appreciate and love our zoos and things like that and love what you're doing okay well thanks being here and seeing it is a whole other thing because you're right I'm sitting among it all yeah and it's fine yeah
4: I, and, you know. Oh my so gosh.
3: all kidding aside from that respect like they they literally you can feel the friendliness mm-hmm. so is that from my question then is is that from you and your guidance or because mm. is it one of those like you built it and they, they figured it out they the know
2: I mean that's I'd like to take credit for it but really they're just awesome yeah. <laughs> animals and I think people don't realize how sentient farm animals are. They are really no different than our dogs and cats. If you give them love and attention, they return it. And um, the animals here have Gosh, um, enough room. <laughs> I know the leaves are coming down. The leaves it's, and the bees, falls are worse coming. Than this. Yeah. But they they have room, they have company, they have enough food and water that they are happy and they're content. So I think that helps a lot with sure. the friendliness and they enjoy people coming out. They love the tours and to visit with people. So um, it's just a happy place and yeah. it's a great place to build those relationships that you can't always get at other places. I mean, yeah. how yeah. can you hang out with a turkey or hang out sure. with an emu, which are uh, uh, my he's making. His gate, way up. He's oh, good. Like I, I hope he it. comes. <laughs> he or she.
0: Yeah, I can't finally. Tell that's, that's, that's Reno Jet. That's hair. a boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they met us at the gate, which was cool. So, what does your day look like? You get up and you come here and you do. I mean, they all don't eat the same food, no, obviously. No. So you have what? What does? Yeah, it look like? it's a little.
2: Mornings here are a little hectic because I do work full time. So sometimes yeah. five to six days sure. a week, I got to be at work at six or seven in the morning. So I'm usually here and it's dark. And um, the the feeding system here is very systematized. Like everybody just gets fed, and I get going. So. That's the easy part. The afternoons are a little bit more calm after I finish work, because I'm lucky enough to finish my job in the early afternoon, two or three, so I can spend my afternoons here. And I do a lot of the cleaning and the, the more specific feedings in the afternoon. But that's where I always could use help.
3: I was just going to say, so you're <laughs> the only one doing Talk about a one-person show.
2: Well, I know. it's. I don't know if it's smart. It's a little, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> but no. I am always looking for volunteers. Um, afternoons, we can always use help. There's so much cleaning to do. And I have so many projects that I want to accomplish, which are so much easier with more people. Right. So we have a volunteer application application not application on our website so i'd love people to visit the website look at the volunteer application and the specifics but we also do a lot of events here that i really put my heart and soul into the events and they're super fun um the big one coming up Is he coming over? No, no. I
0: was
3: looking to see, but no. (laughs)
2: Um, We have kids camp tomorrow. That's sold out. So we're having a lot of kids come out, and that's going to be super fun. We have projects for them to do. But the one coming up in October that I'm excited about, and I've wanted to do this for years, is a food truck farm tour. So I have local Pittsburgh food trucks coming out here, and they have particular um samples that we're going to have on our tour so they're going to be set up in different areas of the farm so uh sweet alchemy's here she's going to have some breakfast sandwiches so since it's going to be like a a faux egg sandwich they're going to she's going to be set up near the chicken coops and we have pittsburgh dumplings coming out they're going to have a pork dumpling so a fake pork dumpling so they're going to be here with the in the pig section so it's all really cool because you're able to get a snack Uh, A sample of food that you know of the animals that you're saving by
3: eating plant-based. Oh, listen! I'm all. That's my new thing. Yep, gluten free and plant based. Based. I'm. That's trying. right. So healthy. Well, yeah. This
0: is pretty awesome. We appreciate you hosting that, us here. Yeah. We appreciate the fact that whoever you have, you're tight with. You got nice weather for us. I know. This so, is great
3: weather. F- yeah. Have you thought of things that you can do in the winter, or what happens at that point? Winter. Well, I hate winter, yeah. even though I'm from Vermont.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, so we
3: don't do. We don't have a lot of tours in the winter because you guys walked up this hill. Sure. <laughs> it's it, like, like a, my driveway. I mean, I have to tell you, I'm it, not kidding. It really. I literally have. Uh, do not have a, well, at least you can awful. drive up here, your driveway this, this is, is a true. walking ugh.
2: yeah so in the winters we don't have tours but I always still need volunteer help um, but the animals are great in the winter they're hardy they're tough so they do fine they they all have That's their awesome. barns to go into and whatnot yeah, so
3: they're all good great. I'm I telling that. you we're so happy that you're here we're happy that you chose our city so thank you so much for that thank you for coming out people can go to the website and just donate because that's so important it is yeah i'm a 501c3 nonprofit, so Mm -hmm. we
2: definitely depend on the public to stay open to keep these mouths fed and and keep saving more animals so donating uh, we take um empty beer and soda can collections so we can recycle those i'm all about saving the environment so there's those opportunities but come out um share the 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 posts on social media so we can get our word out that we're here come to events like share our posts um and come out and and visit these animals be compassionate to animals that's the the best thing that that anyone can do to help me out
3: and listen if someone hasn't visited the website or seen it through video at this point for listeners can you name like so that they're aware of what types of animals so they really understand this whole coexisting? i know it's pretty amazing it really is we have
2: pretty much every farm animal you can think of we don't have cows which is what everyone asks me when they come to Mm -hmm. the farm but our new property will so we're super excited to have some bovines but we have goats and sheep and alpaca. You guys have to visit Love. the alpaca Love, before yeah. you leave. Um, and then all sorts of birds. We have at the turkey. We have several turkeys. <laughs> there my gosh, now. on cue. Right I know it's so cue. good, right? right? Ducks and geese. Wyatt And uh, we have, um, oh gosh, we have so many. We, and the emus, emus yes. are my favorite. We yeah. have four emus. Two more are coming later this fall. So we have just about everything. And when you come on a tour, you get to, to see them all and visit mm-hmm. with them all. You get to walk through all of the areas of the farm and I will guide you around and and tell you the stories of where the animals came from and how they've been rescued from abuse or neglect and then you also have a little bit of time afterwards that after you've had some refreshments and snacks, to go back and visit with your favorite animal here, and we have brushes, and you can brush the alpaca and the donkey. Oh, we have a great mini donkey, yes. lots of mini horses. So it's just so fun. We watched the
0: goat fun... just start headbutting other the animals pig. here. right? Well, right, right?
2: yeah, <laughs> Gary the goat is a little bit of a bully. <laughs> yeah, I so can tell. So he really does. He likes to headbutt the Cooney Cooney pigs, but they're like. <laughs> <laughs> they're like tanks, so like they're kind of like, Ugh. yeah. They don't even know. Yeah, they're, they're like, right. well, what of? Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't. N- nobody hurts one another, sure. but yeah. there's always a little sibling rivalry.
0: Well, I wow. just uh, following up on what Rachel said and what you were saying is, that we literally walked through the gate and an emu met us, and you just gave Read the it. emu yeah. a hug and started petting it up uh, and down the neck yeah. and just stood there oh, and enjoyed Rigby. every bit yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rig-
2: Rigby's—he's my ride or die. He has been here pretty much since I started. Rigby was the first emu I got. He's from a hobby farm. Um, That the gentleman who was running the hobby farm lost his job and he Mm. had a whole bunch of animals But unfortunately, they're expensive to to feed, so he had to get rid of all of his animals Um, Sadly a lot of them went to slaughter, but he had gotten very um, Bonded with the emus because they are extremely charismatic animals and they are amazing So he was he allowed me to take them here So Rigby's been here almost since I started Hope Haven and I've learned a lot with him and in We've kind of grown up what together. What do emus eat? They eat a lot of things. Uh, they have their little ratite pellets, which okay. is nutritionally complete. But they love cherry tomatoes. They love Same. grapes. Many of the emus yeah, get along. Grapes quite well, yeah. and they love they love lettuce, dark leafy greens, which we all should be eating more yes, of. Right. So they do have a, a wide palate. They will be walking around here and they eat you know insects and. And grasses and things like that too. Yeah. So they really—you like lost to- me on that one. I know, well, <laughs> <I know. laughs> we, can't, we
4: can't
3: share everything like, together. It, so. Right, right. <laughs> no, kudos to you because it's, it is so cohesive. You can just see it's like a mm-hmm. little family, and mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah,
2: it's it's it's, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a, a love of mine, and I would love to share that with other Pittsburghers. So I welcome them. And now it's a wonderful time to kind of join Hope Haven and and come with us because we are going to be expanding and doing amazing things with our second property. I just want it to be such a welcoming environment for so many people to come and learn, especially about how farm animals interconnect with the environment and how we can save and protect like our earth. It's just, it's just a great thing. So I encourage You're everyone to visit things, and wow. I appreciate it. Monica yes, has a good on
0: you segment on the radio. Yeah, I think for sure. she should have you do an hour of good. No on pressure, you. Monica, right? No pressure, Monica. No
3: pressure, Mon. Uh, one more time. Where does everybody, Wyatt, please. I know. Where does everybody <laughs> find you, follow you, find out more about this and where they can donate? Oh yeah.
2: We have a website, <laughs> hopehavenfarm.org. So please visit our website. We do have the donate button on there. You could always send a check in. We'll take it. Um, but we are a very strong presence on Facebook. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, um, um, and uh, come out and visit, especially the food the event truck in October. Yeah, yeah, the food truck farm tour, October fourteenth. Okay. Um, there's waves. They start. There's a ten o'clock tour. There's a two and. Um, a four, I think it ends at four. Okay. So there's a lot of opportunity. It's going to be really unique. I've never heard of another farm no. truck food tour at a sanctuary. No. I think it's going to be In great. Pittsburgh, so to boot. You right. Know, like, yeah. Look at us. And it's, we're yeah. welcoming everybody. You don't have to be vegetarian to come out. Sure. Just come out and enjoy the day. We love it. All right. Hit my question of the day. Do it,
0: Rach. Ah. Come on. All right. Uh-oh. It's a really no, good it's, question it's of the it's day. It's
4: funny because
3: John <laughs> had a good one, but... So his was, if you had a farm, would it be a veggie farm or an animal farm? And I was like, oh, that's a cool question. But when you sang the standard Old MacDonald, what was your first animal said? Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on his farm he had a cow.
4: There you go. (laughs) What was yours? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: I, I think, think it was. All, I think
2: mine oh, was, was pig? always. Oh yeah, I yeah. think mine would probably
0: be pig or cat. Okay. That's the only. Well, you don't. Really isn't that how
2: you grew like. up though? It's like, isn't that your parents that teach you like that? Yeah, yeah. you just yeah. it just sticks with it's you. It's I'm pretty sure. parents, <laughs> I got pig. P- <laughs> pigs, pigs are fantastic. Why, yes, they why are. were my
0: parents so sheltered? And they only had me say pig versus.
2: Yeah, about farm? Yeah, home? no,
0: yeah. What's what's the name of it? Yeah,
2: oh. an emu. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. like just, who are you on this? Behind... The pig back
0: there is not a pig. It's a oh, it's a
2: farm. Hall. Uh, but if you know, they're all porcine They're poor sign. They're poor it, sign. Been, like, yeah. all pigs. Yeah, well, a pig thank a pig. you so pig's much a pig. For, pig.
0: we appreciate. it You're gonna hear this some music great. from Danny. Awesome. Wrecked to Wald coming up here, and then our next guest is going to be from Kittsburg back on the Jericho podcast and we have Melissa Rayworth did i say that right you did all right the executive director of Kidsburg we've known all about Kidsburg like Friends, friends uh, friend of Rachel Sally Quinn, mm-hmm. and we see it on Pittsburgh Today Live, but we never really touch base with it all. So then, what's really cool is that Tracy magically pulls you into some place that's really kid related. Oh my god! So it is. welcome to the Ajago Podcast.
5: Thank you for having me, and thank you for introducing me to this incredible oh place. I'm I'm already like making notes in my head for the story that we're going to do. We have to tell all the parents of the the Pittsburgh region about the event in October. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Our our kind of purpose is to make sure. That You know, raising kids is not easy, right. and fortunately, Pittsburgh's a pretty incredible place to raise kids. There's right. a ton of cool things to do. There's a ton of educational resources, but the busiest people in the world are the parents, and they may not have time to go find out all the stuff that's right for their kid or great for right. their family, so we try to kind of put it in one easy place so that every week people can go and look and and find out what's going on. So this is exactly the kind of place that we love telling families about. I was going to say, I would assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I would assume that Kidsburg
3: really took, embodied more of Pittsburgh as we grew, right? Because essentially we were a coal town. We talk about this all the time Mm -hmm. and now here we are a foodie town known for health, known for tech. And as we progressed and as we evolved, There was a need for hey maybe our kids should be more educated right? yeah
5: and and also given that so many people like you said i mean just in terms of tech there are there are so many cool robotics programs and things going on for kids um but parents need to know about them and the and the folks who decide to create all this may not have the time they're so busy doing the good that they're doing for families or just doing the cool things they're doing they don't have time to let the whole world know exactly Mm -hmm. where they are and when the next event is. So we try to, we sort of think of ourselves as a community connector. We kind of want to make sure. We also, we want to connect just like you guys, when you bring several different Mm -hmm. people on together and they meet one another. We try to make sure that organizations or, or programs that are kind of doing similar things find out about each other, so they can collaborate if they feel like it. And it's I think, great. as
0: a parent, uh, and now as a grandparent, actually, the uh, you know it's easy to say, "Hey, let's go to the baseball game. Let's go to the mm-hmm. hockey game. Let's go get an ice cream or whatever." We don't think of these types of things, yeah. right? The, and so it's great that Kittsburgh puts these type of like Hope Haven in front of all yeah. of the parents that's super cool
5: exactly and so we try to make sure like our our, our event stories are, tend to be our most popular every Tuesday we put out a guide to the coming weekend beginning of every month we put out a guide to what's going on this month we just published our big fall events guide but we try to make sure it's not just those obvious things you would think of right? mm-hmm. we try to make sure it's all kinds of stuff you might not know about. And also, we've really, in the past year or two, been trying to make sure we go outside Allegheny County. There are plenty of families, even Mm -hmm. in the city of Pittsburgh, who wanna know if there's something cool happening in Butler or happening in Washington County or anywhere else. So we try to make sure we also point people towards stuff like that. As far as the demographics, so
3: I'm assuming, again, you're looking at the parents, I'm sorry, I'm like the bee patrol too. Um, You're looking at what the parents want educationally because I think also, as parents become better consumers, they want their kids to have, like you said, more of an experience. The zoo's amazing, but what's Mm. beyond the zoo? But in addition to that, how do we educate them as well? Because even the scope of education has changed and it's not just for leisure or for
5: you want that but it's to say wow I took you to this place and you learned along the way Fair, yeah exactly and and letting kids discover like you know each spring when the remake learning days event comes around right there are so many cool places like shell games opens up either in person or sometimes virtually they'll have kids come in and learn about video game making. Mm -hmm. And these are Pittsburgh kids who might realize, wow, I could actually work in the video game industry here in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, there's so many people who open their doors and a lot of it is educational, but it's also giving parents, you know, you wanna spend time with your kids. And if you're super busy, you're trying to keep food on the table, you're working a lot. If there's gonna be this one thing happening on Saturday for two hours and you could go with your kids and it's free or it's inexpensive, you wanna know about it so Mm -hmm. you can go have Mm -hmm. that fun. How, what resources are you using? Are you just, like you said, you're a good connector. Do you have sort of correspondence reporters, that are kind of all over the... Yep, we, like, ha- hey. we have a team of wonderful freelancers. I mean, we we are a tiny little team. I'm the executive editor and I do a good bit of our writing, but we also have um, usually a group of about a half dozen writers who contribute. Um, but then out of the blue, sometimes we'll hear from people like the folks at the Counseling and Wellness Center of Pittsburgh. About a year or so ago, we saw that they were putting such great stuff on their blog about mental health and, and for both, both for families, but just for anybody and uh we said to them you know hey we'd love to run a couple of these articles is that okay so we often or like public source will do some incredible Mm -hmm. investigative piece right and we'll just run a quick uh, just a quick summary just a couple paragraphs and then link out to them just Mm -hmm. just to say to our readers like hey you're busy but you might want to know about this thing yeah right that actually you
0: started head down the path where I was wondering about is that yeah do you it's not just fun stuff you do things that parents like uh, you know we just learned this week about the phonics is whatever happening in schools it's not working out like whatever they did to replace phonics the manner in which they're
5: teaching reading in some of the schools Yeah.
0: And so, those are the, Do you address those kind of serious issues as well in Kidsburg? Yeah,
5: absolutely. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm a longtime journalist, and I, um, I often there are there are longer pieces that we do, and we understand many of our most of our readers are. We can tell from our analytics they're they're reading Kidsburg on their phones, and we know they're busy people. But yeah, every now and then, I'm like, we need like a 1,200 word story on this really yeah. serious thing, or we also try to make sure. You know there may be there may be a story that's only for a small part of our audience like say we do a story about services for kids on the autism spectrum there may only be you know 500 people who read that story instead of the, the 10,000 who read you know 20 great pools to take your kid to this summer but we know that among that couple hundred who read that story there may be 50 families who were like wow I found out about some service here that I really need or I mm-hmm. learned or I found out about some specialists, cause we also, Pittsburgh is such a great place for experts. You know, we have all yeah. these universities doing all this research. I love doing stories about, you know, sleep hygiene and nutrition and all kinds of stuff. So I'm always interviewing Pittsburgh experts on stuff like that. And so those are the kind of more serious stories that like I said, maybe, maybe there's only 25 families that are really like, oh, my God, I needed this. But we're going to help those 25 families. But those 25 are
3: telling another two. Exactly. And it just continues to grow. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm.
5: No, I love seeing how I used
3: Kidsburg. My kids are older now, but I used it as a resource for years just to see Mm -hmm. what else is there. Because you're right, it went from this blurb in major publications of, and things to do with your kids. And it was Mm -hmm. like, go to the zoo or, you know, know. (laughs) go to wherever. And now there are literally places that you're also sort of taking bigger entities and saying, oh, and now for the kids portion. Yes. You know, so that's another important part because I think families now, younger families are finding ways to find the kid piece to whatever they're doing.
5: Yes. I mean, we've even done stories about, you know, like a dozen restaurants you can take right, your kids you to that, that, that won't mind if your kids make a little noise but they're not going to be eating just mm-hmm. like the chicken finger fingers and the mac and cheese for pizza leave the mac and cheese right Wyatt I, I spent part it's so funny my teenager's named Wyatt so this is cracking <laughs> me up um, but we, we partly raised our kids overseas my husband's also a journalist and we lived in Thailand for three years when the kids were small oh I just so want my to my kid- interview you and your husband on the side oh, just wait, quiet, Well, well he was he's born and bred in Pittsburgh and, and, and brought me here and we Love this place, but we also love, you know, giving another country a try Mm -hmm. for a few years. But so our kids are really adventurous eaters. And so when I came back, one of the first stories I wanted to do was there is so much good food in Pittsburgh. There are so many good restaurants. Parents shouldn't be afraid to take their kids. Now you need to know, you need someone to kind of check it out for you and let you know like, is this place like super quiet? And probably it's not a great idea if I have like a nine year old and a five year old. But but there are so many great places you can take your for kids. Sure. So, we, yeah, we try to bring in that perspective yeah. of everything for kids kind of doesn't have to be. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Talk to us a little bit about how you guys, now you're young as far as a media outlet, but. Did you have to flip from hard copy to electronic and no. digital? This you was, guys were... We were always, in digital, to the yeah, always digital, but yeah, we
5: started out... Do you guys remember many years ago, um, there was a there was a publication called Pop City? Yep. Yes. Um, I wrote the non, non-profit okay. column for them. Um, Kidsburg started out as just like a quarterly... Pop City would, you know, a couple times a year have a few kid-related things. And it it grew from there, and then eventually it had its own website, but was only putting out maybe four or five pieces of content a month and over time it's grown. And so I came on two years ago and we really expanded things. Mm-hmm. And so we were excited a couple months ago, we reached a point where in the previous 12 month span, we had just over a million page views. Oh and we gosh. were like, oh wow. my God, wow. we're, we're, we're reaching people. But the important thing is we gotta make sure we're reaching everybody who needs this information. Mm-hmm. So one thing we've been trying to figure out is for families who maybe don't, don't always have a stable internet connection, maybe don't always have mm-hmm. devices they can be finding us on, how do we reach those families too so we've been we've been brainstorming for this coming year about, I have an idea for you All right I want to hear this Go
3: to Northland Public Library that is what minutes from here and they literally had the strongest Wi-Fi signal even through COVID. They had record people coming. Oh my gosh, what a great idea to let families know they that can way, go there to read us. And what better to partner them with a the library? And it's oh library month. It's Love Your Library Month. Yay. <laughs> that is a brilliant, yeah. that, is a, that is a really Thanks. brilliant idea. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, she said brilliant. Uh, she did. You might have gotten good uh, question from Karen, but I got yeah, brilliant from the <laughs> journalist. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, anyway, yeah. Pittsburgh can help Pittsburgh. Like, totally. It, it truly, as, as born and bred Pittsburghers, it truly makes us so happy to see when things are, are getting better yeah. and better and you're doing that for Kidsburg. So well, thank and, you so and much. And Kidsburg
5: is, it's we're foundation funded and there are, there are so many cool organizations in the city that wanna make life better for kids. Yeah. And yeah so the so the goal, um, there, there's a, a quote that we have when we do presentations that's from Salim Gubriel uh, who runs the, the Pittsburgh Promise about how our work isn't done until until Pittsburgh is the best place in the world to raise so kids, and yeah. we're we're we're, we're gonna get there. there. Yeah. yeah.
0: What is the one thing that Pittsburgh's missing as far as kids?
5: Oh, that's a really good question because oh I mean, God, educationally, with,
3: you too, with your good questions, John? Just stop, you, Gavin. <laughs> pressure's on. I better have good questions.
5: Well, and I want to write about what Gavin's doing too, so I'm gonna be taking notes while you guys are talking. <laughs> okay, good. good, good. Um, I, you know, educationally, this is this is such an incredible place. We've been doing we've been doing a project called Parents as Allies, um, working with like more than two dozen school districts on this really innovative work connecting parents more to the schools. So there's, gosh, that's a really good question. There's so much education innovation going on. Question, yeah. There's so much outdoor learning, and just just mm-hmm. this is such an incredible, beautiful region. Um, Maybe, I gotta just maybe you think about that. don't know what you don't know. Maybe yet, it's just right? connecting it all. Yeah, part of it, I think, like is just yeah, making sure each family can find out yes. all the stuff yeah. that's sure. already there for them. Right. How do we make it easier for them to know where everything yeah. is? Yeah, that's a yeah. great point. No, that, that was, great. I'll give it to you.
0: Thanks, boss. You're welcome. Melissa Rayworth, <laughs> executive editor of Kidsburg. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. You guys where does everybody find me? you guys online?
5: Uh, kidsburg.org.
0: There you go. Make yep. sure you use the H, you Jagos. Yes. Right. Don't
5: forget that. This is
3: not Harrisburg.org. <laughs> yeah, yes. Right. So you heard the question of the day. I love that Wyatt is your son's name. This is hysterical. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, when you sang Old McDonald or when you were teaching you know whomever I am with you about the pig hey, I, okay, you know, and I
5: think I have a theory I think it's because when you're a little kid it's fun to make pig snorting noises and that's the ah, first one you want to uh, do so okay you want to do See, There was backup on <laughs> that <laughs> okay she there yeah, you she, go she had validation I think why that's I think I it should be a
3: turkey right right oh well thank you right. so much for joining us thank we you appreciate you for yeah me. thank you we appreciate Gavin right. is next up with telling me what good questions I have come on up Gavin
4: <laughs>
0: You know what's interesting about this particular topic is, I think probably ten years ago, someone was trying to get goatscaping going along. It seems to me like it's been around for a while. And Gavin, our next guest, Gavin Deming, the executive director of Goatscape, and uh, well, first of all, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks you so much. Dressed, for dressed appropriately for the job <laughs> here today, right? So anybody listening, uh, Rach and I showed up in kind of like our jeans, and Dude, I had I some wore tennis just shoes. yeah, but yeah. Gavin. Boots, you got the whole Yeah, on, I was debating
1: between my keens and my boots, and I figured this would be a good day to be wearing my boots yeah. just in case. Yeah, yeah,
0: there you go. Got our animals so welcome around. to the jagoff podcast. Yeah,
1: thanks so much for having so me. So
0: tell us a little bit about what you're doing around Pittsburgh, which is totally sure cool.
1: Sure. I am um, the executive director of a small nonprofit, as you said, Allegheny Goatscape, and we bring small herds of goats to wanted places to eat up unwanted vegetation. And so uh, there's plenty of that to go around uh, in Pittsburgh and in Allegheny County, when you drive by, we have a very green space. Uh, but a lot of that is uh, not good for our environment. Honestly, uh, knotweed and vines that are invasive—they are actually uh, taking away space for uh, plants that would, um, in our native um, setting, thrive and that and improve the would be improving the e- ecology. But because of these invasive species, they're taking over and don't allow the bugs to eat what they normally would want to eat, the birds to eat the bugs, and also the the vegetation. And so it's as green as we are, it's kind of detrimental to have all these invasive species coming through. So we have goats. Goats like to eat a lot of things. Um, Not everything. That's a misnomer. But they do like to eat many things. And thankfully, some of their favorites are the knotweed, um, porcelain berry, the bush honeysuckle, all these things that are kind of crowding out the native species. Goats, goats will eat it, and then we get to partner with other wonderful nonprofits to help restore those spaces and plant so, trees and put in new different things for recreation.
3: Yeah, so you're working more, like, I think, just to kind of clear anything up, sure. this is not for some kind of, like, business o- or, or homeowner who's like, oh, I need my grass done. You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious, though. Yes, like, absolutely. Because I no. think people literally... Take it less serious, and yeah. I think they need to understand. You explained it perfectly. Yeah.
1: So as a nonprofit, we do appreciate most working in the public sphere, sure, like, and especially working with our parks and in our parks, sure, uh, with uh, semi-public spaces like educational institutions. Like right now, we're at um, Penn State Greater Allegheny out in McKeesport, but we're also going from there to Duquesne University. So I love to be able to work in those kinds of spaces. We do a few private okay. lots, but you're right. Goats are but not grazers. what it is. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Goats Goals. are not grazers. People think you can bring in a bunch of goats and they just right. mow a lawn. They don't do that. They are browsers. So they like to eat things that are woody, things are, that are higher at their face level and up. Um, and... We don't have sheep, so I think those would be the grazers. That would plus be the they wouldn't make mower. nice rows oh, okay. in the lawn. If you're a person That's that likes right.
0: nice rows, it just wouldn't happen. But <laughs> you would have little splotches <laughs> all over the <this laughs> place. But you know what's interesting? We wouldn't interesting come back. Though, that. Yeah, we be right. really welcome back. Right. right. <laughs> when I owned a home, I had this really bushy backyard mm-hmm. in like, on this hill, and it was thorns. Yep. And I really was considering having the goat yep. I don't know if it, you know. Again, this is probably five, he's the six jag six I was mentioning ago. just. FYI. But you know, it was like, wow, should I have them come in and? clean this mm-hmm. all up but but you're right it's not for residential but if someone for well. some. yeah. Yeah. yeah okay
1: yeah so we definitely survey and make sure it, it's appropriate right. yeah. and again there's a few uh plants out there that actually are dangerous to goats, So So we want to make sure. So the latest one that's really making its presence known in the last few years is poison hemlock. Mm. And it's just, it comes up in uh, spring and it could be fatal. And then there are a few others that are actually nice uh, plants for ornamental growth in your yard or as a hedge like yews. Or rhododendrons, which are gorgeous plants, but those things would kill a goat. Oh,
4: wow. And so we
1: make sure not to do projects that those are present. And usually the reality is if you have rhododendron growing, you have healthy soil and you have a healthy landscape. They're not going to grow in many of the mm-hmm. lands um, landslide prone places that we're usually working in, or, or there's a lot of growth of the invasive species. I have
0: the so. dumbest question yet.
1: No, no, Can I do my- no dumb questions.
0: If
4: you
1: tell hey, it's go. good,
0: I'm gonna
4: <laughs> push you
3: off that chair. Because go
0: ahead. they eat <laughs> a lot of plants. I'll prep that. Does goat? poop good fertilizer oh, i mean question. you obviously have a lot of can you recycle
1: that to something else that is a good question yeah he's
0: showing off one, right? <laughs> Whatever. what's up
1: johnny <laughs> no the the thing is goat poop is fantastic uh it come Wait, me, that, me,
0: keep going yes <laughs> yes uh, period uh, <laughs> but it's not on the menu here no right. not at all
1: uh so but it Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is very good because it comes out cold, meaning you could put it right on your garden bed uh, as an additive to the soil. Now we do, we certainly do like to compost it. We we compost sure. it all, um, whether it's at a local uh, community garden or, um, thankfully, the city of Pittsburgh will is taking some of ours and will then compost okay. it for their own uses, which fantastic that's what we love it's regenerative recycling like you said um but yeah since they have a very extensive digestive system so they're taking in even like the seeds they burn it almost all of it up so it's actually another added value to their work they're eating up the vegetation if they eat those seeds they burn it up They poop out some good fertilizer.
3: No, I mean, that was a great question. But here, this is, I'll dovetail your dumb question with mine. How did anyone ever really figure out that goats were the way to go? Like, why the goat? (laughs)
0: Seriously.
1: Yeah, goats are actually And we're not talking about Tom Brady. And (laughs) not the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goats are the oldest... domesticated animal so I think it was figured out pretty early on that goats are a good valuable animal to have around and so yeah they've been I mean I've met some old farmers in this region who have said you know I just have two goats that just hang out on my property and eat up the stuff so I don't have to go cut it down yeah Uh, so I think the use of goats is actually really old. It's novel here for sure. Yeah. Um, As you mentioned, uh, it's been around 10 or so years. We've been around since 2017. Okay. Before that, there was a wonderful organization, small um, husband and wife duo. And I took on from them, they decided not to do it anymore. Uh, they were Steel City Grazers. Took it on, reincorporated it as a small nonprofit. That's what we are—a nonprofit. Uh, but before that, uh, Tree Pittsburgh really wanted ah. to do this, uh, yeah. and they had to f- go to Maryland to find a herd really? of goats that was doing it. Ugh. But there have been groups all over um, the United States who've sure. been doing this in part to fight um, wildfires, which sure. is really mm-hmm. cool. Thankfully, we don't have that issue here. But uh, yeah, out in California, people have been using goats for a long time down in um, around the Atlanta. They actually employ them as city employees, which is interesting um, to eat up unwanted vegetation. I know, right? So uh, thankfully we've been adjacent, like the city of Pittsburgh has been so good to us. Um, They've permitted us to work on their private properties and the city parks uh, since our initiation. And then we actually do have some contracts with them too. And how
3: did you even get into it?
1: So I am, I live in the north side. Well, uh-huh. this is a
3: popular place. All the cool <laughs> kids live there, right?
1: <laughs> and and uh, move there. when I right. <laughs> when I was I was really involved with um, some farmer friends who were doing community gardening there, and we were just looking at all the overgrown lots, and, and he was like, "We need to just get goats, act like biblical times, and walk around." the neighborhood and just have them graze and browse. And I thought that was funny. Yeah. But then I also worked for the Western Pennsylvania Conservancy in the community gardens and green space department for a long time and uh, started to see that is actually a not just a funny idea, but a really good idea. And so when the city started to change their rules about what animals you could have in the city, I was on oh, a yeah. committee to help with that and goats were allowed. Uh, That was 2015, and then this couple, Steel City Grazers, came through and we hired them as the Conservancy, and I was smitten. I was like, this is not only great for our environment to clean up the space, but these are friendly animals, they have a lot of personality. And we aren't using pesticides or herbicides. We aren't using heavy machinery to dig out things. Speaking of. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I hit them in the background. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and I just awesome. started following them and asking them too many questions. And um, I, they it said, we weird. want this to continue, but we don't want to do it anymore. What do you think about it? And I said, yes. My background is in nonprofit management. And so I said, I'm going to try to make this work. Love and it. so... Now, are. knowing what Karen does
0: here, how long do the goats work? And then what do you do with them after they're done working? How, or, or do they work until they're old, 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 old?
1: Yeah. Hence we, the term old goat. <laughs> <I> mean, <right. laughs> we, um, we have a, for our, our, our organization, we have a wide array of ages. Our youngest is one. Our eldest... Gosh, they could be pushing 16, 17, which is very old for a large goat. Is that right? Okay. Uh, Yeah. Usually goats, um, the smaller ones, much like dogs, could live to be about 20. uh, The larger ones, 12 to 15. And so um, a lot of our goats, I'll just say this, a lot of our goats are either, they were pets and the people just could not take Mm -hmm. care of them anymore, um, or they were... Uh, this is kind of second career for them, and they were cu- they're coming from dairy farms, uh, specifically career. goat <laughs> oh, <okay>. rodeo, which <laughs> fantastic people goat rodeo farming okay. dairy up uh, near here, actually not too far from here, uh, and so we take them and um, because what they want to do is eat, uh, we put them to work and they're gonna eat whether or not they're with us, and so we think this is a great opportunity because they're eating a lot of good green stuff for them, um, and we we give them the best life we can and so as long as they are healthy and working um and we treat them well we treat them with great care we actually have um, we have a um, herd health supervisor as part of our staff who just makes sure everybody's doing well and um we do actually this year we started a new we a geriatric herd stop it <laughs> We call, okay, so they're do called. Do you take them to the casino and pick up toasters and crockpots? <laughs> they board the bus and travel up. Oh
4: my God, that is so
2: yeah. funny.
1: <laughs> no, but what they do is they keep doing the same work. We definitely pay them more attention, but they're doing easier jobs okay. uh, and it's usually wonderful. they're private. So they're not, you know, should something happen because they are live animals, sure. things do happen. We do kind of keep them out of the spotlight a little okay. more. Like I said, most sure. of our projects are public, but, sure. uh, as a, um, they are more kind of out of the spotlight, but, um, you
3: have yeah. it down to a science.
1: Uh no I wouldn't say that, but okay. we, we, we definitely are, are we we're get better there. every year, yes. Yeah, yep. For sure. Absolutely. But yeah, that and that's Pete and the Golden Goats. That's the Jerry Uh we name them we name all of our Wait, herds. They a band? <laughs> yeah, they're our band performing. <laughs> we've at got Jenny's we've got good stuff. shots for the the oh, cover sure. um yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> uh we uh yeah, so that herd we name all of our herds after the protector donkey. Miniature donkeys. So we have, and we have four of our five herds do have a protector donkey, and so that's Pete. Then we also have Hobo, Diamond, and Sunshine.
0: Well, I'm sorry, you're going to have to. We have another guest, but you're going to have to expand on what is a protector donkey.
1: Yeah. So, uh, donkeys, much like goats, are herd animals. So they do pretty well staying. They'd of course rather be with their donkeys, but they do well with the the goats, and they just have an innate dislike of canines so our whether you believe it or not uh there's a lot of coyotes out here mm. and so we just as an added layer of insurance as protection we keep four of our five herds we keep a donkey with the goats wow. and they do Ow. they eat many of the same things the goats do uh and they generally get along they get a little snippety with the goats from time to time but they they do well and because we are a nonprofit, we utilize a lot of volunteers. And usually, though we are a goat organization, the donkeys are usually the favorites because they crave the most attention with our yeah. volunteers. And I Plus, mean, they cute. started
3: in Bethlehem. There's that, right, Trace? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they did. They did. It's the story. Oh it's the story. <laughs> But that's pretty, I mean, yeah. I love the fact that, again, the integration piece. So then there's a donkey, you know, is mm. there, would you eventually start <clears throat> focusing on donkeys as breeds or no? You're
1: kind of. No. Um, and that's just because donkeys love grass most of all. Gotcha. So they might make a good mower. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, there you go. We should, we'll just put just them a, in the uh, donkeys yeah,
3: residential area. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no. This that, is so yeah. interesting because it's, again, Completely out of my element and learning sure. something that you know I would have never thought about. How interesting yeah. in the serious term. Yeah, yeah, right. In my that early sounds- days, if I said interesting, John was like, she's not into it. But yeah.
0: there's a whole other. Gavin Deming, executive director of Allegheny Goatscape. Correct. right? Yes. Yeah, and well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, we have our question in the Do the day. song.
3: Do the song. Make him do it. I'd, I sang it last time. Yeah, you do it. Old McDonald sing. had a farm. E I E I O. And on that farm, he had a dog. Oh. Uh, I know
1: it's boring, but God, growing boring. up, I grew up in the country in southwest Michigan. Oh, okay. A cow was taken. That was okay. actually Probably uh, my first choice. Okay. But we never had farm animals. We were thrown by farm animals. Take the same oh, right.
3: That's
4: so weird. Like, this yeah, is serious yeah.
1: right. But no, it's like, well, obviously, this is a logical question. And yeah. so it's we had dogs and we had cats, but. He's yeah, like, I got, old wait.
3: Gavin
0: Deming had a farm. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me. I don't even know who old McDonald
1: is.
3: Oh, God, but, Gavin, yeah. this is awesome. Where does everybody find you and follow you?
1: Sure. Uh, we're on the web, of course, at AlleghenyGoatscape.org and we um, are pretty active on Instagram and Facebook Allegheny Goatscape.
3: Nice. Love it. Nice. Thank you so, so much. bringing yeah, us so, so much knowledge. This yeah, is great.
1: and I, I will say if you, uh, anybody wants to take uh, time to meet a, one of our active herds, we we're doing a series presentation series with the uh, park rangers of the City of Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. And so I believe on September 26th, we will be at Highland Park okay. uh, doing a joint presentation and you can meet some of our uh, working goats. That been. I love uh, it September 26th I believe at 4 o'clock in Highland Park that's great so nice. you can we'll check that we'll out remind everybody nice. thank you so
3: much for joining yeah, us thank Yeah, thank you so yeah, much for having
0: great. more music from Danny next. Danny's up so the music we've been hearing on the podcast this week has been uh, Danny Rechtenwald we know Danny from it, what's really crazy is the music you've been hearing has been like
3: so mellow. so <laughs> But
0: yeah. we know him from the Bastard period of Irishman, and it's way it's not different like than that. So, totally so Danny, yeah. welcome to the podcast. We appreciate thanks.
6: it. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I
0: think oh. this is my the th- third time.
3: I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: First time as a
6: solo. The first time as a solo. And I right, yeah. love that, uh-huh. you know, we
3: do obviously some background info to find out. I did not realize <laughs> just how accomplished you are. I mean, some oh, of the folks who you've performed thanks. with, even, yeah. you know, Liz Berlin is my absolute favorite. Oh, I yeah. tell the story all the time that we've had her on the podcast quite uh-huh. a bit, but. Um, Rusted Root was my favorite band in college. Yeah, I loved Rusted Root, too. And the sounds, you know, and just meeting her later in life. And she is so, she's a Pittsburgh connector. Uh She loves and appreciates musicians Mm -hmm. to kind of get that sound to be different. Right. Um, So what has it been like, you know, to use the example of BBI and then performing with some of the greats? I mean, the Common Heart and Liz and... The commercial that I see that you That's the one thing I didn't realize. <laughs> Did you see
6: the commercial? I didn't, yeah, but it's cool. I'm
3: going to go watch. I know yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Um,
6: yeah, Liz see her a lot. Like, she she owns and runs uh, Mr. Smalls. Sure. So there's an open mic there that I got to know her okay. through that uh, pretty well. So, But, like, there are, we're very lucky in Pittsburgh to have such a, like, vibrant music scene. Agree. That, um, and, like, and also, like, artists... Are really supportive of each other. Like it's not really competitive, and there's not like too much. Every now and then you see certain people have a big ego, and they are hard to work with. But like for the most part, it's very supportive. And like and there's also a lot of like support from music lovers in the city as well. So great point. Yeah. It's really cool that that to be like, and we also get we get, you know. Our local radio stations also kind of spotlight local musicians no question. and yeah. things like that. So it's been really good to ha- I think all of those things together make it really a great city to be playing music in. It's really, mm-hmm. you know, people, and actually I have, you know, some friends that m- have moved here from Nashville and from New York City just because, you know, the cost of living is so high in these places. And, and mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, you can still play a lot of music. You can tour from here. We're close to these yes. cities. Uh, New York, Nashville, and Chicago, and stuff. So you can live here, and you don't have to, you know, work four part-time jobs just to pay your rent. Yeah, what about producing? Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: uh, you know, you can live here and 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 do the gigs. But what about production and recording? Is yeah. it good here as well? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So,
6: so there's um there are some really great studios, it, like Mr. Small's studio, and then also the church. There's more, and I hopefully these people, if
0: they here they're not
6: offended that i forgot yeah well amazing, like we studios, did a podcast but, yeah. from
0: the vault uh-huh with, down on neville island which right, we, you know right. and uh, you know oh, things McCutcheon. like that yeah. yeah and it's just amazing so to to me as an outside observer who doesn't produce music mm-hmm. it seems like it's super cool that it is but yeah i just want to make sure that if we can produce here if we're singing here cool we yeah. also want to produce out of yeah. here and it sounds like you're saying oh yeah Absolutely. You, you don't so, have to go to new york to a studio
6: you're right yeah and and so there's like sort of two answers to this question because like so many musicians self-produce and like self-record so yes. you can learn everything on okay. youtube you can mm-hmm. you can do everything yourself so but we do have like all, like these studios like sometimes i think van morrison when he was here for i think like the outlaw music fest like he recorded a song here in one of our studios so, okay like, so people do this and they use like our Pittsburgh you know if you and if you were to like know the people that run the studios are like there's pictures of them with really really big names and like and they're coming to record in Pittsburgh you know just because they're on tour and they're stopping so yeah so it's yeah there's a lot of great Recording engineers and
0: I have one more follow up question. If you oh, don't, sorry, mind, I should have mentioned the yeah. studio
6: that I recorded my yeah. album in. Yeah. first sorry, yeah, right. There I should you have go. started that Which so Allegheny City Sound so. Oh, okay, okay. and where's that? That's in Lawrenceville. So okay. it's, um, yeah, but he, this his name is Alex Hurd, who runs that, and he. He runs, or he records so, so many of the bands that you might know. You
0: now fold perfectly answer. into the podcast because you so. said the word herd. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. I was right, right. going to say, do you have any animal yeah. connection? <laughs> right. Can I, I you make like an animal failing. noise? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. The, uh, what, you know, the other thing would be is that um, we do have a lot of uh, younger uh-huh. pro- uh, people producing music or wanting to be artists. Yeah. In your uh, sense, what are they looking for when they go? They could produce on their own, but if they really want to go to a studio, you know, every studio is going to say, "Come here, come here, uh-huh, come here." Uh-huh. What would they look for, you know, if they're really trying to find a studio in here, like, a, uh, you know, like Young performers, so yeah. Right? So that they yeah. make sure they're not being just sort of raked over right. the coals for some money. That's the
6: thing. I think they're looking for affordability. Like uh-huh. I think that's number one, the thing. So, like, I think quality and affordability. That's got to okay. be what it is. Because you can do really good stuff for very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and and But also, yeah, like, the, if you go to one of these bigger-name studios, you know, where where guys like Van Morrison, or like I mentioned, like, you'll pay a whole lot of right. money. Yeah. It'll be, I mean, it's, it, it really, it's worth it, but if you can't afford that, then you can still okay do stuff and a know, music
3: career hasn't yeah. always been conducive to that because mm-hmm. you're typically doing smaller jobs yeah. to focus on your music career exactly, you know yeah and, yeah. and,
6: and musician like and also like if you're ingrained in a scene you know you're friends with these producers and p- uh, sound engineers and also other musicians like people you know you can do favors for each other mm-hmm. and so you can make really great quality music you know that you know and you're not just like paying cash Sure. For the whatever the highest price that you know what I mean, so yeah, cause, yeah I got so you. that's kind of Is the way our
3: city becoming known more for like the jam session, right? Because I mm. feel like we always had great talent from mm. years back, decades back. We produced so many great bands or yeah. trios or things like that. Did you Are get you getting stung? bit?
0: Got bit Me you too know. <laughs> The flies eat your I you mean around yeah. here. They
3: offer bug spray uh-huh. Before you even Come into this place Just saying <laughs> But anyway um, Now I'm seeing More of that Nashville vibe That, that mm-hmm. Pittsburghers knew Right We know we had talent But people are saying Like hey I play the Harp You right, know right, Being my yeah. favorite What can I blend that with Maybe a sure. mandolin Maybe yeah. a Are you seeing That sort of culmination Happening more
6: There is So you mean like Collaboration like with jams yeah, There's yes, so yes. much Yeah so there's, there's Especially in the Bluegrass scene There's mm-hmm. There's people, like, if you play whatever instrument, come in, you know, you can... There's, like, jam sessions or play-alongs, you know, you just come in and just... Everybody plays the same song. Sort of
3: like the open mic, but, but not, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. 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 And,
6: like, but also, like, it's just kind of depends. Like, it's just, like, everybody's really friendly. And, and, again, like, the bluegrass, there's a guy who plays sax who would come in and play bluegrass. So, like, in certain genres and in certain scenes, like, everybody's welcome. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, and like even if you play a strange instrument like saxophone and Ukulele. Bluegrass music. Yeah, ukulele. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
3: Monica yeah. is going to take the ukulele uh-huh. lesson.
0: So you're loving uh-huh. your solo career. Yeah. I mean, not that you didn't have yeah, it before, but you're right, really sure. pressing on that now, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, for those who had, are not aware, Scott's Lawn Care, is. <laughs> you're the musician on the yeah, Scott's International. Sure. On what them, is yeah. that like to get that? You know, like, it was did, you have a, do you have yeah. an agent that said, hey, I got a guy
6: or... It's or, kind of a weird story. <laughs> so I... So I'm on this local rec- record label called Misra okay. Records. Okay. And they had uploaded my music to this website that people, you know, like advertisers, let's say like that's, you know, Scott's Lawn Care, like they pay a fee to access music that's on this website okay. that my mm-hmm. music was on, mm-hmm. right? So I noticed somebody Facebook messaged me and said, hey man, I found your music on this this." TV show or on this commercial, and I uh, just thought I'd say hi. I really love your music. And I was like, What? And he was like, I'm from Florida. And I was like, What are you talking about? I had no idea what he was talking about. And he was like, Yeah, man, you're playing on like, you know, round the clock on CNN right now. Like, oh so my God. So he like shazamed the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In God the commercial. Shazam. And he found me and reached out to me. And, I, and that was how I found out. I didn't even know. So I actually like, like reached out to Scott. So I was like, Hey, how, where? You have to pay me for this. How like yeah. like you can't just take my music and they're like we did it's, it's on this website. So like I didn't really know that uh. that was even yeah. So and I did eventually get paid but Oh like, wow. yeah it wasn't like they didn't ask me you yeah, didn't want us to write or them or like, as a jag off know, so you right. hurried
3: up and said <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they did eventually uh-huh. pay me. <laughs> they, they
6: sure did. Yeah, it was fine. That's it was all awesome. cool. And I was like, yeah. So it's it was really neat just that to see that my music like had been yeah. you used. know used yeah. for something like that, mm-hmm. and it was like a really cool, love yeah. heartwarming commercial. That's yeah, that's
3: great.
0: Well, so. speaking of songs, our question of the day yeah. is regarding you a song. You want to sing it with
3: right? me? <laughs> o oh, yeah. had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> and on and that, that farm he had some
0: had turkey. Turkey. Oh, it was Somebody gave him a zoo. It was Wyatt. <laughs> it was uh, oh, Wyatt and you have become best friends as you were sitting behind the everything oh, and getting so ready funny. so He's mm-hmm. the Jag
3: off Turkey, yeah.
0: yeah. Danny Rechtowald, thank you so much. For it's, sure. it's fun to yeah. just hang out with you. And it is. Not yeah. see you jumping around on the stage I and all know, that kind yeah. of stuff and this and the music that you've given us today is I noticed um Thanks. we had some people on playing acoustic guitar or whatever it's called at the zoo, and you have the same kind of fingernails. The thumbnail oh. is oh, very really? you have a, yeah. a, a thumbnail it's, it's grown Specifically for that, right? Yeah, exactly. It's really weird.
6: So I like ever since I was 12 years old, I had to grow my nails out to play guitar. Cause, cause, so like, I play what's called finger style guitar. So like, yeah. I'm plucking the strings with my fingers, and if you just use your flesh. It's like not as loud.
0: Okay. But with a nail, it's like a pick,
6: exactly. Yeah, yeah, is what right. it is. So I it. yeah, so, so that's kind of the way, yeah. If you're if you meet someone and they have like fingernails on just one hand, like long fingernails, they're probably a good guitar, yeah, guitar player.
0: Dun, 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 or just a big weirdo Look what you
3: learned. Look <laughs> what, what you learned. Weirdo you said that. I learned about goatscaping mm-hmm. and nails. Oh I mean, God, look at so. my life today. Yeah. I'm a lucky person. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really uh, fun right. to
0: watch. Well it's right, it's yeah. been
3: great. Well, so. we
0: appreciate you are our Beano's local vocal today. Beano's deli condiments have been a staple to any Sammy for years. Now they're making sandwich, making Yinzer music to your ears with a Western PA list. Make sure when you buy your Beano's bottle, you hit the QR code and go find some uh, Yinzer playlist on the QR code.
3: If my papers hadn't gone away, I would have helped you with that. But yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Beano's does it right. It's all Western PA. A lot of your friends are uh-huh. actually on there. Cool. And so download that playlist so that you can hear Western PA favorites.
0: I so as we head out, can you give us a little music bed? I will, yeah. And uh, we'll say thanks. Thank you to everybody. Thank you, first of all, to Karen for having us uh, here at Hope this Haven. This was so much fun. This was yeah. super it's fun. It definitely
3: put me at ease. Yeah. Anyone. We
0: learned all about a lot of things, and we we'll have to come back and learn even more. And thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to Danny. And thank you to Melissa from Kittsburg. Thank you to Gavin from Goatscape. We learned so much. Thank you to Tracy and Monica who put all this together.
3: Mm-hmm. And thank you to our sponsor. Get the best experience of customer service and maintenance of your Rorick advantage at the Service Center right there on West Liberty Avenue. Visit RORICON.com. Dot com for all of your vehicle needs
0: and uh, one more thing people's gas remember if you're digging in your area people's gas encourage you to call 811 for any type of home project Whether you're putting a mailbox a swimming pool or a
3: sanctuary or a, <laughs>
0: yeah, or a goat poop yeah bin whatever it's gonna be make sure you call 811 before you dig because
3: it's the law you jag off right. all right danny take us yeah. out please
0: all right.